eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles in a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. <laughs> yes. It's me. Uh-oh. I'm free again. No. Oh, here I come. Here we go. I hear you snoozing. Oh, what you gonna do? I'm gonna team up with the my pillow guy and make a thing <laughs> called your pillow because that's where I'm gonna find you when you're sleeping. All right. Very good impression. Me a little bit of a snoozy do. <laughs> Thank you so much, Henry. Welcome to Side Stories. Everyone. I don't want Bill Cosby to freak. <laughs> I, I, am, I am Ben hanging out with Henry. Absolutely. You know what we're gonna do? Drop it. We're gonna oh, drop are it. Are we? Oh, you don't want me to continue <laughs> to do a Bill Cosby impression you throughout know, the rest of the show? You know, I just think that, you, well, you know. Come closer, you can see, I can smell your fear, see, because I cannot see, you see. As one goes out of prison, another goes into prison. Allison Mack, we can start with that story. Gotcha, bitch. She's finally been sentenced. She's going to serve three years uh, Mm -hmm. for her role in Nexium, for her role in branding a bunch of people with Keith Raniere's weird-ass initials. So three years for Allison Mack. Did you see uh, her statement? She'll she'll be uh, sentenced, or she she has to show up September 20. Ninth to turn herself in. That's so weird. You have like two whole months of just like eating ice cream. Yeah, what would you do? You have two months before you go to prison for tax evasion. Uh, Two months. Mexico. You I'm just gone, try maybe. To, you try to run. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm if you, gone, man. But if they think you're a flight risk, then they lock you up. Throw no, in no, a key. because I'll do what she did, where she just said over and over again, "I'm so sorry." That's good acting. Each one of her statements were just being like, I'm so sorry. If I could take it back, I would. You branded people, woman. It's like, I feel like when you got, and yeah, it wasn't fast branding like no. they do with Steer. It was slow branding and you watched them squirm and you loved every minute of it. And now you're, you're, you might as well just like, okay, what if I send a several, what if I send several sad emojis to oh, the judge? I thought you were going to say the Smallville DVD set. That'll get oh, some time knocked off. And of course, physical media is coming back. She can enjoy regaling everyone with her tales of acting while she is incarcerated. However, her neighbor and also a victim, she wasn't that thrilled with the sentence. Oh, um, really? No, she didn't think it was enough. She says, it's disgusting. I can't believe it. And then she said, I'm shocked. I thought she'd at least get seven years. I'm upset about it. So there you go. Not everyone is going to be thrilled. But wait a second. Three years for Allison Mack. Wait a second. Wait a second. It won't the be Max. Was only seven years? I'm not sure what the max was. I think the neighbor had just had seven stuck in their head and they wanted seven years. She came back from Atlantic City. My question is, is that she kept sex slaves. Is this not a crime? Is this not a real crime? What was the crime that she actually got indicted? What is your crime that she actually got convicted for? Bad acting. So be very careful, Mr. Zabrowski. You better keep your A-game up. Hey, it's not a crime if you're not caught. The neighbor also said, she's an actress. She should get an Academy Award for this. She played this. Ooh, this neighbor is so mad. And then she said, for four years, this was going on under my nose in our neighborhood. 
What a witch. This woman has this? been in several audition wom- in several audition rooms with <laughs> Allison Mack, which is why she's mad. But it honestly, what be. was her crime? What did the final crime end up being? All right. Well, let's take a look here. So the judge sentenced her to three years. Uh, the judge's name was Judge Nicholas G. Garufus. He sentenced her for three years behind bars for racketeering what? and conspiracy charges. Uh, she pled she guilty to, the, to those. slaves. She branded human beings yeah i guess that might be the racketeering i'm not sure she pled guilty to that in 2019 and in 2021 she's finally gonna go and uh some justice will be served and obviously true talk our victims our heart goes out to the victims of nexium what a horrible freaking cult as we learned from the two documentaries, one of which was dog shit, but the other one I thought was quite interesting. The other one was good, but they all, don't um, worry, they all got their time in the sun, didn't they? They all there did. There were some of them that seemed to be members of Nexium that really, really enjoyed being the stars of their own television God, show. what a bunch of pseudo, smart, total morons. When What was his name? Mark? Was he the guy that believed in Keith Raniere because Raniere knew math? It was the but director. All, all he said was like, I know different kinds of math, but he never did any math. He was oh, full of shit. I hate that whole group shit. so much. Each one of them. <laughs> Each one of them. Um, Anywho. Another, so that, that tale is, is starting to come to an end in some ways. Honestly, and it is good. I can't wait to see her in jail. She's going to serve a year, and then she's going to come out, and she's going to immediately go on the podcast circuit. I bet you she starts one <laughs> um, just called like, you know, uh, branding, hashtag branding Hashtag, with Allison Mack. Oh, that would actually be very good if you think about it, not in the sex slave type way, but in the way where it's like, I'm a shoe brand That's or why I'm I did a that. lifestyle That's brand. That's a joke that I made. You made that joke. Um, okay. I want to do, I'm sorry, I'm coming on strong. You know why I'm excited for? Wh- why? Because we're going to see the Harlem Globetrotters tonight. <laughs> no, we're going to see the Los Angeles Clippers <laughs> I can't wait. play the Phoenix Suns. If you start calling them the Harlem Globetrotters, it's, we're going to get kicked out. No, I'm ready Go to enjoy basketball because yes. number one, you know what I know this time that we didn't know the last time, <laughs> what? we can eat the hot dogs. Yeah. I'm going to eat some hot dogs. I'm, we, I'm already hungry. I'm thinking about it. We're going to get some beers. Ooh, we're going to we're going to cheer for those boys. We are. We are going to be the fattest, loudest people there. We I, cannot I, I wait. I can't wait. Uh, and I also want to do another update. Oh, gosh. This one is going to actually kind of break my heart. People. This is a war that is, has started without us. We got involved and in we got pulled into the civil oh, war. Naturally. Watching what's happening to this country. Watch it slowly be torn apart. But this level of misunderstanding. Corporate and I, lies. It's just unbelievable. And we, we got to talk about this. This is fucking huge. Uh, it's a deeper <laughs> it's a deeper issue than even we should even be touching upon here because of how serious it is. Yeah. A final lab analysis was done, and it is determined Subway tuna sandwiches you do not contain tuna DNA. <laughs> they showed, look at this, the New York Times. I this know. went all the way to the New York Times. Times. Nothing else is happening in the world. I'm just so happy the New York Times took so much time out of their busy days trying to investigate scandal after scandal to figure out what's in the tuna. It, well, it's not tuna. They could not find what they call amplifiable tuna DNA in subways. Now they're now going as far as call it, to call it infamous tuna sandwich which it wasn't until now because jared never raped anybody with a sandwich we actually have no idea I don't what know. jared did and jared is still in prison rightfully so i've been watching a lot of uh youtube videos of what happens to child molesters in prison and i'm assuming he is not having a great time but now i can't wait to deliver jared no one of my Bill specialty Cosby. cakes has got a file inside oh, and me right. and him will hang out in mar-a-lago with my best friends you wait until cosby oj and trump are all hanging out in mar-a-lago <laughs> And then every head will explode in this country. <laughs> so, okay, the look, New York, York Times, Times, they submitted 60 inches Ooh. worth of Subway tuna sandwiches to be tested. So what poor schlub who works at the Times who was like, I'm going to make it one day as a newsie. And they're like, hey, Larry, why don't you go to Subway and get 60 inches of their tuna sandwich? You know that college degree you have? This is what you're using it for. On it, boss. I'm certainly not Peter Parker. <laughs> I mean, I'm certainly not Spider-Man. <laughs> My name's Peter Parker. What? Um, but uh, he... <laughs> stupid. I'm mad. Um, they went to three separate Los Angeles locations. So this is LA-based, um, which is interesting. Um, because this is in the wake of the lawsuit filed earlier this year alleging that the sandwich chain was serving customers quote unquote a mixture of various concoctions that do not constitute tuna can i also say this though we get a little too litigious in this country we do how and i'm not even i'm not 
Subway should be, if they call it tuna, it should have tuna in it. I've always said that. I mean, I'm always with you. By of that. course, of course. Unless, of course, there is no tuna and maybe it's plant-based, in Ugh. which case it could be healthier. You still call it like cactus tuna or you call it something else. You call it something else. But how sad is your life when you eat tuna sandwiches from Subway every day and then you get something up in your head and you're like, I don't think this is tuna. And then you go as far as getting a lawyer and filing a lawsuit just to get the answer to the big tuna question. There's just so much more going on in the world. It's because they got cut from the first round of America's Got Talent. That would, I, honestly, that would do it. Also, I did watch T-Pain sing on uh, The Masked Singer, and he's, he's actually very talented. He's got a beautiful voice. He really does. Um, so now, there's two conclusions according to this data, right? They say they hear it. There's no, amplifi- there's no amplifiable tuna DNA. None of it was present in the sample. Um, they cannot identify <laughs> the still species. still a sample if it's 60 inches of tuna? It's 60 inches of tuna. That is five sandwiches, three scoops per sandwich. So that is 15 <laughs> scoops of tuna. What so is it? Two conclusions. One, it's so heavily processed that whatever we could pull out, we couldn't make an identification, which honestly is more pure than anything else. That's pure American melting pot. That is so unbelievably disgusting. Yeah, or we got some, and there's just nothing in that specific one that we got if you, that's tuna. Oh my God. The whole point of a chain restaurant is that every experience is supposed to be the same. That's why when you're traveling and you're homesick, you go to an Apple Squeeze, you go to an Applebee's, you go to a Chili's, because you know when you're there, you're family. That is actually the Olive Garden. But olives are this, grown on fucking trees. How about that, that fucking shit? Isn't that insane? We experienced that when we were in Italy. But when it comes to Subway, I assume 60 inches of their tuna randomly selected from random restaurants. That's got to be pretty indicative of there's no tuna in the tuna. I'm pretty fucking certain. But what they're saying here is that that they might have a hard time discerning which protein it is after the food is all cooked down Um, because these instruments that they're using are not necessarily there to find the tuna that they're looking for. They're they're designed to look for other things. Now they're looking for tuna, but if it was so cooked down, it was melted down. And actually, this is a direct correlation to the UAP report. Wow. Because they said a part of the reason why 143 out of 144 recorded UAP sightings that could not they could not be identified is because the actual sensors that they have are not built to measure the UAP phenomena specifically. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I'm assuming it's unidentified aerial phenomena. Yeah, it is. is. That it? Uh, if Inside Edition was in charge of the UAP research, I think we'd get to the bottom of it. Because wow, Inside Edition did the Subway Tuna <laughs> investigation. Inside Edition what also. Is, what is happening to our institutions? Well, they have crumbled. Uh, and also our truly true talk, our hearts go out to the people in Miami. Yes. Uh, that is so freaking horr- uh, horrifying. So and, scary. Um, People deserve to live in homes that don't collapse on them. So well, hopefully yeah, some justice is brought in a that A brief case. sidebar is that I remember how I lived in apartment complexes for years that had like the elevator uh, certification on them. would say like, you know, Maybe it'll work. four Maybe years it ago. And yeah. you think like, oh, there's no way it can't be, you know, that unsafe. And then all of a sudden your neighbor who's nine months pregnant gets stuck inside the elevator. This shit happens all over the country. Dude, it's why we kind of need a gigantic infrastructure reboot. New York has some of the scariest elevators ever. I've almost been stuck in multiples. I was uh, stuck in Cena John Gosnavi's uh, elevator. That was a tiny one. And that was scary. Anywho, Inside Edition, they brought their crack research in February. They tested sandwiches in New York. Now, however, they said that their samples did contain a little bit of tuna. I think they were stunts. One Subway employee, he tried to dispel all these rumors by showing the bag that had the tuna in it. And he said, of course it's tuna. It says flaked white tuna in brine on the box. <laughs> what is... Have you, are you a tuna guy at Subway? Have you ever had it? I told I talked about it for years. I used to eat the tuna with barbecue chips on top of it. Well, I mean, I understand the barbecue chip thing, I guess. But, uh, wow, that's gross. <laughs> Isn't you know, that gross? It's a little gross. <laughs> that's what I used to like. I am there. I have the tuna. Can I get a bag of barbecue chips? What I like about the um, barbecue chips on it is they give it some texture so you feel like you're eating something. <laughs> it's not just about the cream. Anywho. But, wow, this is huge because... They're, they're really coming at him hard because they said, I don't think a sandwich place would intentionally mislabel Dave Rudy. That's what he's trying to say. The Catalina Offshore Products, the guy that sends around the tuna. Yes, right? he's the tuna man. He's the president of the Catalina Offshore Products. They buy any can of tuna that says tuna. If there's any fraud in this case, it's happening at the cannery. It's happening at the cannery. They're, blater, so somebody... they're blaming our workmen 
at the cannery, the fishermen. They're blaming the fishermen. We need to check the pockets of all these fishermen and of all the people who are canning this so-called tuna. If there's tuna in said pockets, we know who's stealing it, much like that Johnny Cash song about building a car one piece at a time. So people are taking this very seriously. They a should. for Subway. They told Complex Magazine the taste and quality of our tuna make it one of Subway's most popular products. It is. And these baseless accusations threaten to damage our franchisees, small business owners who work tirelessly to uphold the standards. They tested <laughs> 60 inches of tuna. There is, there is a base. There There's is. 60 inches of a base. They go on That's to say. That's five feet. This person is really going in, this rep for Subway. They go on to say, um, given the facts... The lawsuit constitutes a reckless and improper attack on Subway's brand and goodwill. And, of course, it does, of course, threaten the livelihood of the California franchisees. I'm going to say this. Go with their chicken. I like their little roasted chicken breast. I like the roasted chicken breast, but honestly, you know what Ed fucking Larson got me into? What? Jersey Mike's. Yeah, Jersey Mike's. I fell to them. I just fell to to their sword. They get a little oily. They get I like a little oily. Eddie, Eddie added it's... oil to those sandwiches that we ate. You're talking about at the baby shower. No, not at the baby shower. I've ordered it. And now I go no oil. Because yeah. Because they went oil crazy. I want to be in charge of my oil. That's it. Anyway, Ireland Supreme Court also came against Subway because they said you can no longer legally call Subway <laughs> sandwiches bread because there's too much sugar. What are we eating? I think that's I don't the, big, know. the big main overfocus here that we need to have is what, what is what is food? What is food? <laughs> what is Subway? If it's not considered bread in Ireland, which I don't think they're known I for mean, health. If anybody could talk about fucking food and being bad. It's it can't be Ireland. All right? That's how bad Subway bread is. Oh, good, Even good the Lord. Irish, they're the, hammered. They truly. invented Bennigan's. Oh, but they Benigans don't know anything cool. about food. Well. Anywho. But we love the Irish. Can't wait to go back. We love the Irish. I love Ireland. And next Despite time, all my previous comments. Well, I don't think you've said anything too bad. I've grown the over Irish. time. They like being bog people. We're bog people, too. I want to go see what's the spot. And we're not going to go to Dublin or maybe we will. But I want to go see like rural Ireland. We, we have to go out to the hills. Yeah, I'm excited for it. All right, guys. So the UAP report has come out. Uh, this is it's it's a full nine pages. Oh, that'll get to the bottom of it. But you should really read it because it, some of their findings, while I have poo-pooed it in the past and I mm. poo-pooed some of the hearsay I'd heard about it, it is interesting to see it written out. Because number one, it talks because it uh, talks about the U.S. Navy being the forefront of the UAP phenomenon. Sure. It throws a little bit of shade at oh. the Air Force. Why? Because they said they've had a hard time getting the Air Force to cooperate with these investigations because... Basically, they mm. do say it in the report, which I think is important, because of the previous attitude towards UAPs. Mm-hmm. Because it has been, it, it creates ridicule. People make fun of you. They say that you're not a, a uh, reliable person if you have seen a UFO. Sure. And so they are. They openly acknowledge that in the report. And again, 143 of 144 sightings, they are now saying are inconclusive. They don't know what they are. They uh, what's the one that they found? Was that a? They said it was a balloon. Oh, it was it a balloon. Was, yes, they said it was a balloon. Uh, they they used these sightings that they had from 2004 to 2020. Okay. So everything that was new, everything that was a part of what they they tried to are basically they tried to create a standardized form of reporting a sighting about two years ago, mm. and now they're trying to say we really do need an even more standardized version of testing to really figure out what's the scientific basis of all of these sightings. Because the main th- they label it under five specific, I, I want to say like types of what they might consider to be uh, w- what UAPs are. Okay. So number one is airborne clutter. That's the thing that they're actually most concerned about space dirt yes shit in the sky that is getting in the way of our jets so according to them these objects include birds balloons recreational unmanned aerial vehicles drones that kind of shit okay so they think it's that it's things just getting in the way of our our jets then they uh then it's natural atmospheric phenomena which is what the british are actually concentrating quite a bit uh Hmm. their efforts they're saying that they think that what it might be is some form of plasma type energy bullshit that is forming inside of our atmosphere and our it basically is kind of what i said about how the phenomena is imitating our our planes and our technology that it's that but it's some kind of unintelligent 
earthly phenomenon. Plasma. Plasma. Okay. They just said that it is uh, industrial development projects, which is what they're trying to say is within the U.S. government, are there hyper-secret parts of the U.S. government that are creating technology that they don't know about, right? This that the rest why, of it don't know. This about. is why we've got to audit the Pentagon. Uh, but it's going to be difficult to get them to sit down with all those receipts. I know. Um, but uh, they are openly saying that they don't think it's anything that uh, we have. They are. That is the main thing that the UAP report really comes out and says is that they don't think it's us and they don't think it's the last, the second to last one, which is foreign adver- adversary systems, which comes from Russia or China. They don't okay. think Russia or China also has anything like this. And so the last big category <gasps> is a thing called other. <laughs> because the UAP report does not refer to extraterrestrials in any way, shape, or form. It only says that they are trying to keep this sane, logical based in reality well i hope that the uh, the navy and the air force aren't fighting too much over it they're gonna need to come together i don't think they should be calling each other like air cucks and sea dicks well that's what they're trying to say here is that all of the they're trying to create cooperation between all the different departments and the main thing at the very end says we need more money Oh, and see, they, they sneak that in right at the very 750 end. billion bucks a year. Oh, yeah. They said we definitely need more money, which honestly does make sense, because what I alluded to during the subway tuna update was the concept that our ships and our planes have very sensitive machinery on there that is used to test for a wider array, of a wide tuna. array of, of bullshit of sky tuna. Sky tuna. Um, so th- this is what this is, too. You might as well call this sky tuna because Absol- they don't know what it is. Sure. Absolutely. It's an a, it's a UAB uh, unidentified. Uh, sure, find it. What is it? Unidentified aerial bread. Uh, sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. That's fine. Um, but the French also put out a uh, report the same week Uh-oh. that is uh, sponsored by Sigma 2 over there. And what they have said is they are way more pointed towards they think it might be extraterrestrial mixed with some sort of natural phenomena that we don't understand. They also don't think it's uh, other people's technology. They think that it's something. It's something atmospheric. But Can I, we trust the French? Well, they do throw some shade against the British in it. As well. Okay, that's kind of fun. But it, it, it is interesting. Apparently, the report that the Senate got, so the Congress actually got a report that it's about 90 pages. So it's 10 times this report. Right. And this report, the, this nine-page one, what it seems to do is hit a bunch of the highlights that they talk about. And then the, the secret 90-page report is actually has all of the shit that this nine-page top sheet, yeah. like, what it refers to. So it talks about all of the specific things, like how they there was 11 near misses. That they said that's the biggest thing, which Dang. is the objects coming at the nose cone of jets and then diverting, which is very strange. I don't strange. want to think about that, bro. We're going to start traveling again. I can't have all of that uh, anxiety rolling around in my head. Fucking Mothman's all over Chicago. It's going to be really hard flying in and out of Chicago when you got yourself a totally nude seven foot moth zipping around. These senators are total morons. I really don't think that they deserve to see the full 90 page document. I'm sure that human beings could handle it. I actually would love to know that information just for my own little brain noodle to see how scary is it to fly? I'm assuming everything will be safe. It's scary. But I just don't think that those senators deserve to have all of that information and not us. We deserve that info. We well, can handle it. Give us the truth. Now you got Lou Elizondo's threatening to show some footage. He says that he had a whole Has dump. He's been of, doing that for a long time. That's all he does. Uh, but he is saying that he had a bunch of high fidelity footage that got deleted uh, when he was kicked out of ATIP when he said he was in charge of it, which I doubt entirely. I think he was a janitor for ATIP that managed to steal <laughs> shit and give it to the New York York Times, but that's fine. That's my opinion. Uh, but uh, Jeremy Corbell, that did the phenomenon, who's did he's a documentary director that he was on Rogan. He's on a bunch of shit. He's saying he has other new, highly clear footage that he's supposed to drop. I believe on TMZ is supposed to have it. Uh, we'll see how that fucking goes. See it. Honestly, well, uh, but we are in un- we're in unprecedented times in more than one way because the, we're seeing them really take UAP seriously. I guess at first I was kind of like. Obviously, you know, whatever they say, I I don't believe them. But the fact that the U.S. government did come out and say UAP and the words I don't know wrapped up in it is very interesting. But, you know, it's another it could be another special ops, deep, dark, covert fucking psyop play as well. Well, they're going to have to go on Rogan and spill the beans. Come here. Yeah, of course. No, honestly, come here. Live from your grave. Last podcast on the left is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Thanks, Squarespace! 
With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. Don't let anybody tell you what to do. This ain't your mama's website platform. It is, actually. It's actually be very easy for your mother to learn. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine. It's a next-generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. I thought it was just the name of what my blood pressure medication turned me into. I'm, I'm peeing. Now, my goals for the year are I have two warehouses filled with horse picks. Now, I know a lot of people, uh, obviously this bit has been done, but the Zendaya centaur picks are not going anywhere. And I've been trying to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale line out. Uh, I need these moved, okay? Because I have to move into the storage unit. Let's just say there are problems at home. So I need Squarespace to shoot this through the roof for me this year. And that's why I'm going to go full tilt and not only are you going to get the judge reinhold sitting on the clydesdale entire series clothes and non-clothes what we also are going to offer and i mean this we're trying to get into giraffe rides i brought this up the other day we got to start riding other animals but horses take pictures of the horses photoshop the horses into other celebrities but stop riding them save a horse ride a giraffe with Squarespace. Go head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says right here, what would you do of another extra hour of your day? I mean, well, obviously I'd get some nunchuck training in. Oh, I'd make love to my wife. That takes about nine. That's a full nine minutes of that hour. And then I would probably uh, go to get a donut. And then I'd probably yell at my parents. But a lot of us wish we had more time. The question is time for what? I don't know. What works for you? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. You know that question? They're like, if you had a billion dollars, what would you do? You know, and like, you know, when I answer, it's of course, I would grind the government to a standstill with my giant machine of my making in secret for many years. But a lot of people get mad at that. And it's really hard to do that in a job interview or like when you're meeting somebody's like your significant other's parents for the first time. So, and you might actually want to think of starting therapy. So give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash last pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-A-S-T-P-O-D. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. And if that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Now, I love Babbel, and I love what they're doing for the people of America. But I went on there to find out if I could learn Fremen in order for me to go and harness the desert power that it would take to finally get the raids of the sand planet Arrakis. Uh, but they said they only offer real languages and uh, stuff that can really help people travel. I think that's mostly what Babbel's looking to do. They didn't really, like, I called customer service and I asked me, like, well, how can I possibly harness the power of a million Fremen? And they said, please, sir, stop calling. And I said, but I, I'm doing an ad for you currently while we're on the phone. And Babbel, you know what? God love them. They helped me learn German. And in the end, they, they were right. Because German's a lot more useful. Here's a special limited time deal for listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, speaking, let's just come back to Earth really quick. Sex. Human beings. Sex. 
Uh, many people sex. are lonely out there. Sure, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, some, sometimes they turn to sex dolls. And this people story, love a sex doll. I actually find this story to be uplifting. I almost made this sex doll hero of the week. Wow. A person requested an eye grandpa, which is a sex doll that has, uh, it's elderly, it has wrinkles, it has silver hair, kind of looks like an older Marcus Parks in some ways. Mm, Good, Uh, that's great. I'm sure he'll love that. Oh, he does look like... He he really does. Wow, it really does. Even the same... looks like Julian Assange. A little bit. Free Julian Assange, would you? The real doll captioned its Instagram post by saying, okay, we get daddy issues, but this might be a whole new level, kind of making fun of the person a little bit. The company's flagship sex doll is the artificially intelligent Harmony doll, and it's also hmm. working now on a male sex doll, and you know what it's called? What? Henry. <laughs> I'm already a male so sex there, doll. There is a sex doll that looks I just like lie there. a sex doll that looks like an older Marcus, and they've named it Henry. So this is directly marketed to our this fans. Is, this is my question: If you, so it has a dick, right? It must. So do you operate it yourself? So you take the old man doll, you put it on top of you, you stick the dick inside of you, and then you move the, the butt back and forth yeah, to be a, fucking it's you. It's just kind of a long form dildo. But does it have a butthole so that you could fuck? Him. Like, does it get to also be a bottom or the term verse? I've well, also heard. This is an exact sentence, and this is coming from thesun.com. They say the company has been working on a bionic penis for Henry that will be able to become erect. You just get the. Why, why do you need anything more than a layer pump? <laughs> this is not your wife consoling you. This is a man who's paying <laughs> top dollar, <laughs> and he's going to need to see a pretty big ding dong on this old man. I know. And as we all know from the YMCA showers growing up. Gravity takes a toll on the male genitalia, and old men have ding-dongs that go to their knees. I know, but then it doesn't get fully hard unless you've no. got the pump in there. Yeah, that's true. So according to uh, the CEO of Real Doll, that's Matt McCollum, he previously was joking about this. He says, we're going to be working on some form of very e-pickle, e-pickle? insert for Henry so that he's able to lift trucks with his penis. Whoa, it's going to be huge cock. <laughs> but that oh, wait, be so too you, powerful. But you can't fuck him, though. You have to fuck him. But I mean, oh, like, in a butthole. Yeah, you can't, oh, like, like, a man can't get Henry and fuck him. They, or you can't fuck him with the strap on if you like that. I would assume that they've carved in the butthole. That I would hope be so. very easy, I would think. I mean, it's just I think the it's whole... the erect penis that seems very difficult for them to figure out. Hey, man, if, uh, uh, yeah. if they could figure out these these wheelies, you know what I mean? You put it on the bottom of your shoes, they'll figure out how to get that doll hard. I did love those shoes. Those were so fun. Kids used to use them in the mall. So real dolls, they're working really hard. Wheelies are domestic terrorism. However... Um, they are also very cautious. They don't want the boner to get too strong because then Why? it could cause harm. What do you mean? This is what McMullen... What does that even mean? This is, Mc, this this is, is what, That sounds like what I say to my wife. This is what McMullen explained. He says, we're already starting to animate the body. The problem is, when can a body be animated and then be safe to throw into someone's bed? Oh, it probably humps. So he says, a robotic arm that's strong enough to lift the entirety of its silicone weight is pretty darn strong. And if something goes a little bit off with that... I could take your it could take your head off. This is huge. Oh wow, we're gonna see so many sex bot murders. I can't wait for that new news ten years from now. Oh, so it can perch. Oh wow, and this then it has like, a hump mechanism. It's a whole Oh wait, does that have a video to show how it works? Well, this isn't the one that oh, we're works. referencing though. This is just another three D. Oh, it can just lay there, but can it pump? I wanna see it pump. I you know, it's a long process. This is them, they're just kind of making it. But yeah, I mean, the female sex dolls, they are talking and everything now. That's just them kind of making it. It's a lot of art. It is a lot of art. But you imagine you're having sex with this really old, old, weird dude uh, that is a robot. And then he just starts choking you out. And how scary is that? I guess you kind of like the surprise. You might like the surprise. Interestingly enough, Professor, there's a lot that goes into this. I'm just realizing Professor, Professor Noel Sharkey. He's the chairman of the Foundation for Responsible Robotics. Okay. He said guilt-free threesomes was just one of the potential uses for sex That's robots. That's really interesting. But others include teledildonautics. Tel- tel- What's <laughs> teledildonautics? <laughs> well, it's a wireless technology which allows a person to stimulate their partner remotely and it already exists in many vibrators on the market today. Whoa, so a that's lot of fucking crazy, a cockmobile. You literally <laughs> can sit in your home and you can send an old man robot out at somebody else's wife or girlfriend and watch them get fucked by the machine. Wow, and I guess that's not cheating. 
if I, you are watching from the side, because then you could do your own uh, cock porn yourself where you're watching the robot rail on your fucking wife or your girlfriend, and you just sit there and you don't even have to worry about dealing with the, the buck now having your phone number. <laughs> you don't have to worry about him just showing up randomly asking to borrow your car. Um, I think you're going to have to have a relationship conversation because if you <laughs> yes, walked in and Natalie yes. was boning this old man named Henry, and then you, what you'd be, I would be like, what? So what? Oh, no, I'm talking about you being involved in the conversation where you'd, I guess the term would be hire Henry you'd have come you'd get to purchase him because then also do you own Henry uh, especially yeah, if Henry could him. say stuff like can I have a glass of water yeah. like what does he well, say that would short circuit the what dick do you, what do you think he'd say uh, probably how much he loved fucking your wife I love to fuck <laughs> I love to fuck um, and I am real I have a soul so the sex bots they also have hyper realistic features such as built in heaters to create the feeling of body warmth wow. and they have sensors that react to your touch they've gotten a lot better since the old days where I was shopping at El Dorado's in Stevens Point where oh, they just had, it was an inflatable sheep that used to get you know, like give, give your buddies and be like hey fuck sheep it was just a torso with Jenna Jameson's boobs and then oh, her yeah. butt and then her vagina but it wasn't uh, it wasn't quite as interactive as this uh, fellow this old man Henry so if you're lonely out there, try a sex robot. But I, I also feel like don't let it replace human contact I mean, because it's you, not going to. Oh, but then again, what I do mean, I know? I don't if know. You, I don't that's know. what you like, that's what you like. I don't okay. know. It's interesting. Uh, the, here is another very interesting story. We got a lot of good news this week. What is going on with exorcisms? There's a lot of exorcisms out there. I think people are bored looking for a hobby. <laughs> this is police. This comes from the phillyvoice.com. Police kick out group holding exorcism for the dead trees at Pennsylvania Home Depot. I don't even understand the sentence. I don't know. <laughs> um, a police report from Dixon County in Lackawanna County raised eyebrows this week for its bizarre description of an incident that happened Monday. 3.26 p.m. Commerce Boulevard at Home Depot for disorderly people having an exorcism in the lumber aisle for the dead trees. They were escorted out of the building. Um, they, they're all laughing at them, obviously. Can you do an exorcism for trees? I uh, I don't know. But the police officer um, was sort of correctly condescending uh, when he said there were two people hanging out in the lumber department doing their little exorcism thing. Some people at the store started picking up that something was happening that was not necessarily normal. Police were called into the store <laughs> and they were escorted out of the building. Okay. I don't really understand. Apparently they were doing it because all of the trees were dead there. They were trying to help the souls of the trees, trees. pass on. Okay. I mean, I guess it was well-intentioned. Also, Home Depot probably have trees that aren't dead if you're trying to sell trees to people. Um, but yeah, that was just one of the exorcism stories. There's another one that comes in from Plymouth, and this is uh, involving a 19-year-old kid named Jack Callahan. He was trying to exorcise the demons from his father before his death, um, and they were at a place called Duxbury Pond, um, but then the dad just died. Whoa. So I, I guess it didn't work. Or did it? I, I don't, don't know. think so. No, it's supposed to work. He's supposed to live. Yeah, please say Callahan. That's the 19-year-old. He went to a bar in Boston, and then uh, he got totally lit. Sure. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. And then, then he started getting creative, and then they, we, the gears started turning. Yeah. And then uh, an Uber picked him up and then dropped him off at the Island Creek Pond in Crocker Park. And then Jack said his father hit him. Then a fight moved into the pond. And then it seems like um, Callahan told investigators he believed he was baptizing his father in the pond to exercise his demons. Uh, according to the police, they say he described that he was holding his father in the pond on his back like a little baby, that he continually dunked his father's head in the water about four to eight times, and then his father started to cough and choke. And then he would lift his head up, and then he would, uh, and then when his father started to fight and strike him, he pushed the head back down into the water. He did so until his father was no longer struggling I, you and know, floating. It seems like it was more of a murder. I, um, yeah, that's not an exorcism. That's a drowning. He yeah. just, well, it sounded like he was trying to do a baptism, not an exorcism, right. which also doesn't necessarily make any sort of sense. It sounds like, and I may be out on a limb here, they were very intoxicated and that they got into a fight and then yeah. he decided to do them. Remember the movie, The Apostle? Of course. With Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall, one of the best of all time. He's one of the best Italian Irish that's mm -hmm. out there. And Absolutely. they went out there and he just dunking him and dunking him and dunking him. Honestly, I feel like if he were to maybe stop and say, hey, what are we doing here? He might regret his actions. Yep. And so, of course, he was arrested for the murder of his father. But you know what? He's 19. I feel like it's all in the family. 
This isn't the worst murder. I feel like if I'm a dad and I'm doing all this crazy stuff and I'm fighting my 19-year-old son, sometimes the 19-year-old son wins the battle. The defendant indicated to officers that he made statements to the victim at this time stating, I left him there to decide you can come to heaven with me or hell. I think he chose hell. I mean, you chose hell because you murdered him. Yeah, and then well. you put him and if he was going to go to hell, you would, you quickened him to hell. And yeah. now you will go to hell if any of that holds. Yeah, I have a feeling that might not hold. Uh, he will be in hell, though, because he's going to go to prison. No, all he has to do is say I'm sorry right before he dies. And then he gets the Hail Mary pass and then he's fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, God. Oh, sorry. from your grave. Shopping for humans is hard. But shopping for your dog is easy, thanks to Bark. Because dog can't give you its opinion. But every month we deliver dogs and treats just for your pup because they deserve to be spoiled. And then the dog shows you what they like. It's incredible. Only I could teach Wendy to use an iPad. She's so resistant. She scratches it up, barks at it, barks at me. But if she could use it, she'd order BarkBox for herself. At Bark, we send your dog a whole new collection of toys and treats made just for them every single month. And for a limited time, we'll double your first box for free. How about that? Wendy loves her little toys. Carmi has become quite a terrorist when it comes to her toys. And she's a murderer. She rips these things up. But, you know, we got some high-quality, tough toys from BarkBox. And she absolutely loves them. And our family could not be happier. <laughs> and if you just want a slice of this joy... You got to go to BarkBox. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com slash left. That's right. You can sign up now at BarkBox.com slash L-E-F-T for this exclusive offer. This ad is now over. Let's go back to petting our dogs. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. Yeah. Very key. You got to communicate clearly. All these emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. It's like you're Captain Kirk and Grammarly is Data. And you're kissing a lady on another planet. And Data is just trying to make sure you write better. Better writing means a stronger impact. And Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. And by understanding your writing and contact, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. It did begin to understand when I was yelling and when I was doing bits versus me, because I do use Grammarly, but it's nice. But I will also say Grammarly does will do the thing where it's like, um, I think maybe you missed a little comma, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, I know. Thank you, Grammarly. Like, thank I get it. Yes. But still, like, maybe we could just think about what I'm going through today, right? But Grammarly really does help. Because that's what we all need. A stern teacher with glasses and uh, little buckled shoes. That's Grammarly to me. That's what I see. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Getting engaged is special for so many reasons. Planning the perfect proposal. Oh, I want to do it at the Hindenburg. <laughs> I want to do it at the Hindenburg Memorial. Celebrating your love and looking forward to the rest of your lives. And if you're lucky, it's short. The only part that's not so special, shopping for an engagement ring, if you don't know what you're doing. That's where BlueNile.com comes in. Especially if you don't feel like talking to your mother. BlueNile.com is the original online jeweler. Since 1999, they've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring with little or no feedback from their mother. With Blue Nile, you can create a brilliant piece at a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Why use anything traditional? Blue Nile also offers a diamond price guarantee, which means that they can usually meet or beat a competitor's price on a comparable diamond. And I sent you to Stephen, my guy, but you still refuse and you decide to go with your Blue Nile little thing because, oh, it's got 100% satisfaction guarantee with guaranteed free shipping and returns. And sometimes Steven doesn't answer your calls. And sometimes Steven loses the rings. But that's where you don't understand. Because Steven was there for me when your father wasn't. And honestly, so now is Blue Nile. Because every time I call, they pick up with the 24-7 customer support. And they hear all about 
my hands hurting and how I've got, they have to reverse my feet at the doctor. They, they said, and they, but eventually they said it's temporary. They're going to put it back forward. But oh, thank you, Blue Nile, for not picking up, even though I texted my son. Right now, you can get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code LASTPODCAST at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off with code LASTPODCAST at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is, this is another harrowing story. <laughs> I, it's been a while since we've had chimp news. It really has. And it's so good to have it. Because it. it's nice to mix up the crimes with other species. Absolutely. That's not just fucking them. You know what I mean? Because we have so many, like someone sent us technically the fake story of a, which I thought, I, I did thought it was, a, I thought it was a funny sentiment. Like the guy who said, uh, hey, uh, yeah, I might be a chicken fucker because he got caught fucking all these chickens. But yeah. he said, I fuck these chickens because every time I thought about fucking my mother, I instead had sex with these chickens. And I guess that's better. I, I don't know. But I, I do, know. I see how the logic tracks. But this story is about, you got to be careful about your pets. Mm-hmm. And, and when it really comes down to it, it's 2021. When did we first cover a chimp attack? Like oh 10 God. years ago, nine Probably years ago. Roundtable of Gentlemen used to do a weekly segment, I feel like, on chimp attacks. Because there was that one woman who gave that chimp all of that wine and oh, Xanax. Yes. And then that chimp ripped her face off. We definitely played a 911 call during that episode yes. where we heard the harrowing noises of a woman being attacked by a chimp. And well, we're they, about to do oof. it again. But this is not uh, this is not nearly as graphic Good. as the last one. I just like I want you guys to hear the... Uh, the the directions of the former ape owner. But let me explain. Let me read through what went down. Yeah, please. This is from OregonLive.com. Umatilla County, or maybe Umatilla County, Sheriff's Ooh. deputy kills chimpanzee that attacked woman. Hmm. An Umatilla County Sheriff's deputy shot and killed a chimpanzee Sunday after it attacked a 50-year-old woman in Pendleton. The woman, who officials have not identified, was taken to St. Anthony's Hospital in Pendleton. Well, it's got to be pretty easy to identify her. She's the one who just got into a fight with a chimpanzee. She's probably missing her fingers and hands covered in chimp bites yeah uh tamara brogiati is the chimp's owner she reported around sunday 8 8 a.m that the chimpanzee had gotten out of its cage and attacked her daughter she said her daughter was trapped inside of a basement bedroom now it's this this is really interesting uh because apparently the chimpanzee was named as was buck it was 17 years old or maybe a little bit older dang okay apparently oregon made it illegal to own chimpanzees in 2010 but okay. authorized anyone who had already owned an ape prior to that time to keep the animal for the remainder of its life. They grandfathered him in. Okay, good Good for, uh, what was the chimp's name again? Buck. 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 But apparently, this is according to Erica Fleury, who is a program director at the North American Primate Sanctuary Alliance. Attacks from any privately owned primate in captivity should be expected. Because these animals are not living healthy lives where they can express their natural urges and engage in natural behaviors. Yeah, that's absolutely horrible. And it seems like Brogiati, she understood that this animal was uh, probably not treated very well and probably very angry. Because when she gave a call to the police, uh, her exact words were... Uh, here, here, we'll do play Do you want to play it? Let's yeah, play let's, this audio. Let's play because some of it. She seemed to know that this chimp was uh, going to kick some ass. It has attacked my 50-year-old daughter. She needs an ambulance. The ambulance cannot get to her because um, I've locked myself in the basement with her. I can't get out to get my own gun. Okay. She's on the patio. You're going to have to do a headshot. Okay. Jeez. Is she bleeding? She's bleeding profusely, and she okay. needs an ambulance. You, I'm trying where to keep her, ma'am. All over. Yeah, we've she got... got she did her We've got them in route right now. Okay, is Terry Rowan there? Ma'am? We're sending a deputy right now. Hang on one second. Okay, okay I'm typing this up right now. more than one because the eight, if, if the eight gets a drop on him, he's gone too. We're sending, we're sending, <laughs> we're sending Pendleton as well. There's no, um, um, it's, uh, I've never seen anything like this. Uh, she's got to be put down. Okay. Do you have pressure on the wounds? She's trying. I'm trying to guard her from a 200-pound ape, so I can't really put pressure on it, ma'am. <laughs> I, uh, 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 and you guys are both know, locked in the basement. You're both locked in the basement, correct? We're both locked in the basement, yes. 
and they've got to get do a headshot on the ape. Don't say, oh, it's cute, it's come here, it will attack them. Jeez, yes, and man. naturally the, uh, the wow. chimpanzee was killed by it's a gunshot to the head. Which also- no humans died, though, this time. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's less grisly, because no humans died. It is difficult because Buck was out of control. Can I just say that woman, I, was she a little rude? I think she was a little bit rude to the 911 operator. It is interesting to know. see. I, would, I don't know how I would react, but I just feel like she was very like. You've just been living with this ape for 17 years and then it goes ape shit literally and then you know exactly what to do which is like she's not freaking out because you remember how heartbreaking the first 911 call because she was genuinely very emotional and she loved the ape of course yeah she was very close to that monkey and she really wanted it like she was upset that everything was going on meanwhile this woman's like shoot it in the head no problem. You're going to have to shoot it in the head because if not, it comes back to life. Two taps. <laughs> I, there's not a body. You know it's not dead. You see the dead body. Yeah, she seemed like too calm with the future assassination of uh, what I would assume was a beloved animal unless maybe not she anymore. treated it like dog shit, which is also possible, which is maybe why the ape freaked the fuck out. Absolutely. Well, it's also just because they're really not supposed to be in human like homes no especially after a certain age when they get older they get more aggressive and they can fucking rip your arms off yeah dude i'm not messing with them although maybe like a little what do you what was like bubbles what was bubbles bu- was a chip but he was tiny no bubbles the thing about bubbles is that well, man he, he could keep a secret yes yeah. he could he's oh, a little man well all right speaking sure, of- i wish i had the okay. pencil oil. thank you so much for that wonderful impression Here's kind of a fun story. And you know what? I say this one hits close to home because I would have gone to this perhaps. Well, this it sounds like a fucking either the funnest or worst time on the face of the planet. Can it be both? Yes. It's a redneck rave. Tens of thousands of people attended a five-day redneck rave festival. It was it took place in Kentucky at a thing called the Mammoth Cave. But believe it or not, when you get a bunch of rednecks together, violence ensues. They also had flamethrowers. This shit is and ape. it looks absolutely I, insane. Tens of thousands. It was branded, it was branded as America's wildest and craziest country oh, party. It is. That man, uh, you see that man shooting? That is a 20-foot long flame it is out a, of a flame thrower. It doesn't look like it was very safe, but anywho, 48 people have been charged after a redneck rave in Kentucky descended into chaos. One man even had his throat slit, another woman was choked in a fight over a blanket, Mm. and another man became impaled on a log. Oh, yes. Uh, it is <laughs> no, intense. Me, it's just, it's, if you look at the pictures, it's incredible. It really was you see a this? It's just a picture of a woman with a sign that says, Take a hit, of, take a shot of my breast milk with a <laughs> breast pump. And she has got a whole thing full of pump, a whole thing all full of milk. And then also, like the guy whose car is stuck in a ravine with a flag on it that says, Fuck Biden. They are exuberant. I would feel more safe hanging out with juggalos at the juggalo fest any time of the day than hanging out with these people um they did were you, having fun though did you ever go until mudding? they weren't not a no i never really went mudding i went mudding never, one never time and it is very interesting because you get all it all muddy mm-hmm. everybody's drinking even the 15 year olds especially the drivers of course you get that whole circle all full of mud and the whole thing is you get the car stuck in the mud and then another guy comes and pulls it out Yes, exactly. And they That's, really like it. There was actually a story that uh, that took place from MTV. I forget what the name of the show was. White tra- Trashy Kids Who Want to Be Famous. I forget the name of the show. But a dude died because he uh, he got his little muffler. It was in the mud. And then carbon monoxide went into his car and he died. That's so scary. Yeah, they had they actually edited the episode. Whoa. Well, that's how serious it was. Well, so, look at this. Yeah, this is another one. Hodges denied choking. This is another woman who got... Uh, this is very, very interesting. Um, they, the people fighting over the blanket. A 29-year-old Lancer Hodges was arrested after he allegedly strangled a woman until she passed out because they got fighting over that blanket. The victim, who told police she couldn't breathe and blacked out during the ordeal, was left with scra- scratches and fingerprints on her, on her knee, on, and fingerprints behind her ears, which is very funny, but in a sad way. Um, and fingerprints behind her ears. Hodges denied choking the woman, but he was actually charged with strangulation and something called wanton endangerment, which actually I should be charged for several times. I'm a wanton serial killer. Absolutely. Everyone loves a good wanton. According to the Edmondson County Sheriff Shane Doyle, believe it or not, he says, 
They were intoxicated. They got into a fight. And then this is regarding the throat slicing. One of, one of them slit the other one's throat and then fled the park. They haven't arrested the throat slasher yet. No. A man, so he's still out there. A man driving a side-by-side at the festival, he got his log impaled in his abdomen, which I don't understand how that even happens. Know. Authorities say the man drove over the log, but it broke through the floorboard of his recreational vehicle oh. and stabbed him in the abdomen. They keep saying abdomen. I think they mean asshole. Maybe or up through the taint if it came up through the seat. Maybe through the seat, or maybe through where you uh, got the uh, accelerator and decelerator. What do you Whoa. call that? Thing? When it tried Gas to pedal. come out through his back, it was stopped by a steel plate behind his seat. The first responders were forced <laughs> to leave the log in the man's abdomen when they while they airlifted him to the hospital. Wow, look at the sea of bodies in this picture, dude. That's a look nightmare, man. I remember hearing bodies. a story about that where the dude was impaled by a tree and then you're still alive, but as soon as they take you off of that tree, you're going to die. So they're like, so dude, we got about 10 minutes, then you're going to be dead. And it probably happened to this guy. How do you get a log out of somebody? He's probably just dead now. Flax. Oh my gosh. But it is... There were multiple others who suffered severed, fi- severed fingers, but broken bones, <laughs> yes. dislocated joints, First and severe lacerations. This makes Woodstock 99 look like it was nothing but a pleasant time. Dude, I have no problems <laughs> with the Redneck Riviera. I have no problems no. with mud. I think it's a lot of fun. I totally get it. I actually... I almost applaud these people for continuing to do this, even through all the carnage that they kept partying. Because I think that's the real spirit of America. They don't care if they lose a bunch of fingers or one guy fucking gets a log stuck up his asshole out through his back. He is expressing his freedom. Absolutely. Uh, According to Officer Doyle, they say the first vehicle that they stopped. So this is the first vehicle they stopped. The first vehicle that came through, we found meth, marijuana, and an open alcohol container. Whoa. And one of the occupants had two active warrants. And we're like, well, this doesn't bode well for the weekend. So it's been, <laughs> it's been a rough weekend. Redneck Rave 2021. What a colossal nightmare at the end of the day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you don't really want to go. But at the same time, I do. Like, I do. I want to see it from a safe distance. I'd also, I drive a truck around. Also, the dude who organized it, his name is Justin Stower. He boasted that the festival was the coolest thing I've seen in my whole life. Of course. And then he goes on to say, uh, we can definitely improve on a lot of things to make the Mm -hmm. one in October run a lot better. (laughs) We are listening to all of our, we're listening to all your suggestions. This was the biggest event we've ever done. And with as many people and random things that popped up unexpectedly, I feel like we handled it pretty well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess everyone could have died. You know, like every single person there could have been hurt. Of course, the the of course, the dude who organizes like not one slashing, one death, couple of people severed fingers. Not bad. Out of a test group of forty eight thousand people that they said came forty. No, there was there was tens of thousands. Was it 48,000? I don't know. It was a lot. That's a lot. I mean, honestly, even 10,000 people is a lot to get at one rave. That's a lot. I guess it must cover a lot of land. But the the party does look like a lot of fun. It looks like if if farting, if Burning Man was called Farting Man. (laughs) All right. Anyway, um, let's see. I think it's time for Hero of the Week. I think it is. So this hero of the week, this is just an authentic one. It's about a Boy Scout. They can do good things, and they sometimes get demeaned, but sometimes you learn a good thing in Boy Scouts. I never did it. Yeah, um, BTK learned how to tie all those knots. Oh, that's kind of the, that's a horrible thing. Anyway, this is Missouri. A Missouri Boy Scout rescued a drowning woman from a flooded park. So that's this man's so name nice. is Joseph Diener. And uh, his friend Dominic Viet, he is uh, Dominic is 15 and Joseph is 16. They were just riding their bikes in Columbia on That's Friday. what Eagle Scouts are supposed to do. That's what they did. And they heard an 18-year-old woman screaming. And they're like, what the heck is going on? She was struggling near a submerged basketball hoop. So this must have been some kind of flash flood or something. And um, they were like, we know what to do. We're Boy Scouts. And they went in and they rescued the woman. According to sources... Uh, They say the person had entered the water to swim, to the best of our knowledge. These two young Boy Scouts come by and heard the distress calls. For two 15- and 16-year-old boys to react that way, it was very heroic. So good job, guys. Good work. And uh, you saved a life, which now means you get to take a life. Yes. It would be kind of cool if that worked that way. Yeah, one free murder, man. That'd be sweet. (laughs) Get that murder badge. 
<laughs> so the teens, they did a very good thing. And uh, so congratulations. She was reportedly, the woman was reportedly conscious and speaking and was taken to the university hospital where her condition is unknown, but it seems as if she will survive. Wow. Good job. And their scoutmaster, they said they were very happy with the boys and they better give them some kind of badge. They better give them a badge and hopefully it's not the I got molested badge. Nope. We don't want that one. Clean Um, up these Boy Scouts. Clean them up. Now it's time for some listener email. All right. So we uh, covered that story last week about a woman burning her, a 59-year-old woman burning her 81-year-old husband to death with sugar water. And at first we didn't understand the sugar water thing. But apparently it's called prison napalm. That's a good thing that it's been called. (laughs) So listen to this. First of all, we asked, how does Burns kill a person? This comes from a doctor. Oh, Massive infection is always a risk with burns that cover a large surface area of the body. Third-degree burns are full thickness, which mean the outmost layers of skin evolved to form a watertight barrier against infection is compromised. These burns need to be scraped and dressed daily, and aside from being exquisitely painful, become an easy source for infection. At this state of critical illness, the immune system is already taxed, and someone could develop a blood infection, a.k.a a.k.a. sepsis, and die very easily, especially someone who is elderly. Furthermore, burns cause massive amounts of swelling and inflammation, which quite literally pulls fluid out of your blood vessels and into the swelling tissue. This, in turn, drops your blood pressure, and it becomes very difficult to keep it within normal levels. We can give more IV fluid all we want, but it will just leak out the into the inflamed areas around the burns. Prolongs, how are people doctors? I, I still do. don't know how people are doctors. It's intense. It's amazing. Prolonged low blood pressure can cause critical damage to your kidneys, liver, and heart. Given the patient's advanced age and likely frail status, it's likely he died of multi-system organ failure from one or both of these things in combination. Oof. Great. That is, that's a terrible way to die. So uh, be careful with sugar water. Be very careful with sugar water. Because you'll get burns all over you and it goes down through. Oh, and look at all of this skin. I'm just looking how, much deli- of how delicious your skin would be mm. if it was roasted and covered oh. in spices. It would be tasty. Mm. All right. Okay, here. This is this is about a haunted house. Ooh, cool. My grandparents bought Elmwood, which is what they called the house, mm. in Washington, North Carolina in the 60s and raised my mom and her four younger siblings there. It was there until about six years ago when they sold it to a couple from D.C. who have since turned it into a bed and breakfast, which Hillary Duff stayed in. <gasps> oh, my God. Elmwood was built in 1820 and served as a Union Army headquarters and hospital during the Civil War. As you can imagine, the energy in the place was pretty nutso. Yeah. Growing up, I knew the house was supposedly haunted and would constantly try to convince the adults to spill the deets that they had after they had a cocktail or two. Over the years, I amassed a, a handful of creepy stories which most of the non-believing adults in the family shrugged off, but I believed wholeheartedly. Things like my mom and aunt going to bed in their own beds and waking up in each other's. I've <laughs> seen those documentaries. Oh my. Or my grandmother waking up with a cloaked figure standing over her bed. Also, according to lore, there was a Union soldier who committed suicide in one of the rooms, mm. which was somewhat predictably referred to as the dead man's room. My grandparents let each of their first four kids pick their bedrooms and then dub the unpicked room the dead man's room. Oh. That worked pretty well until my aunt came along and had to deal with the room stigma, perhaps unfairly. To this day, no one knows which room rightfully holds the title, but we all have our opinions. My older sister is particularly sensitive to paranormal activity. When she came of age, quote-unquote, period. Okay. She began to attract unwanted attention from our ghost soldier friends. One night, when she was visiting her grandparents from college, she was woken up by a sinking feeling on the mattress next to her. She then felt an aggressive male presence climb over her on all fours, shake the bed violently before rolling over and disappearing. Oh, my goodness. Another time, my sister and I were in adjoining rooms with two of her other friends connected by a bathroom. We kept the bathroom doors open between the rooms because we were all a little terrified. My sister and I were awoken in the middle of the night by a violent and inexplicably an inexplicable rattling sound Mm. while her friends in the other room were woken by a ringing alarm clock, which they had to unplug to turn off. Despite the close proximity and open doors, we didn't hear anything in their room and vice versa. 
And when my grandparents put the house on the market, the activity increased in the house to the point where my previously non-believing grandmother finally admitted that there was some unexplained shit happening. She began to hear knocking from interior doors and various sounds, glass breaking, blah, 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 that seemed to be reacting to conversations about selling the house. Interesting. It is interesting. Usually the grandmother is a believer. Usually the grandmother is the one that warns everyone in the house that the house is indeed haunted. Yeah, because they're closest to heaven. Indeed. All right, everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening. And uh, we hope you're doing good out there. We can't wait to announce as soon as we can. The tour oh, dates are coming up. It. We're going to do um, it. Um, just so you know, a couple of things this week. Uh, the Black Death episode, we are we actually cut the last episode into two because it was so long. Was this like, is a fiver. We got a fiver here. turning it into a fiver. Just letting you know that because we turned it. We basically cut a three-hour episode in half because uh, we can actually fit in even more details now. And that's what we like. And we I also think it. that y'all like we, we're having such a good time doing the episodes. And we yes. can't wait to fight. But just so you know, we have a bunch of shit coming up that you're going to be very excited about. Also, know for a fact, Uh-oh. there's a uh, let's just let's just say there's an after credit scene in this upcoming episode. Oh, very interesting indeed. We'll also have some weed conversation for you because we're uh, starting to get it in Los Angeles. July so we're... 24th, we're going to be in Santa Ana at Ooh. Weedon. We're going to be there. I don't know the hours yet. But Sometime. we're going to be there. Meet and greet. We're doing it. We're going to be hogging our weed. And yeah. we're going to be sowing our seed. <laughs> Probably be stoned as hell, too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, We're going to be. It's going to be a low energy meet and greet. <laughs> All right, everyone. Hail yourselves. Oh, yeah? You're going to. Yeah. You're not going to let me. Oh, no, that's right. Love yeah, that's my right. life. Love my life. Love my life for me, Lo- Kissel. I do. Just love look at me. Life. Love my life. You sure. Know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Because you know what it's like to live in these vans i'm Those currently short wearing shorts yeah my little moccasins mm-hmm. do you know what it's like i do what do you what would you think it's like living my life probably kind of comfortable it is yeah you can be yeah you can wear tiny clothes i do have tiny clothes yeah, yeah we have a different existence that's right and hey sometimes i think about our differences and i just laugh laugh you have to you have to because if not you end up crying and it's not live <laughs> laugh cry is it it is not thank god no one's allowed to live laugh cry all right everyone thank you all so much for listening hail yourself hail satan magustalations Sugar is for candy. You're right. Not for burning people. Not for burning people. (laughs) This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25.